Welcome to Triple M's Money Talk, where we investigate the financial issues that affect you. With me, it's a good morning to Russell Tim from MoneyLink Financial Planning. How are you, Russell? Uh, good morning, Neil. I'm well, thank you. What about yourself? Yeah, exceptionally well. Thanks for your time this morning. Now, we talked last week about the typical returns for investments and uh, super funds last year, and we mentioned they weren't good. Uh, no, they weren't, Neil. No, no. Um, the typical diversified investment portfolio lost about 8%, according to the research firm Lonsec. Uh, so the typical super fund would have lost 6 to 8%. Um, now, the main cause of the problems, of course, was the fastest interest rate increases since 1994 to combat accelerating inflation. Um, the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine didn't help, too. That uh, was, a, you know, contributed because it disrupted energy supplies into Europe uh, with shortages in many countries, especially those that have been closing down their coal-fired power stations. Yes, you said that even fixed interest securities such as government bonds lost money as interest rates increased too. Uh, yeah, that's right. Very unusual. Um, the changes in bond values as interest rates move are usually very small, uh, but with rates rising so rapidly, the losses in the market value of the bonds were significant. Uh, who wants to buy an old bond that pays much less interest than the new ones? Yeah, not too many people, I would imagine. Now, That was last year, so let's park that away, and we're in a new year now. You said last week that you think the outlook for most investments is better now. Uh, Yeah, I do, Neil. Uh, Inflation is peaking. Uh, US inflation for the year to December was 6.5%, down from 9.1%, and that was in the year to June. Um, In Europe, uh, it's fallen from about 10.6% to 9.2%. Unfortunately, Australia's inflation rate for the year to December announced last week was uh, 7.8%, which was an increase uh, from the 7.3% in the year to December. Uh, So that was worse than expected and disappointing, Um, But the shortages of goods are easing in Australia, delays in getting supplies, Uh, the Chinese factories are back at work. Um, Also, the higher loan payment rates are squeezing the spending of people with mortgages. Um, So inflation here is, I think, very close to its peak. And as we've discussed, once inflation stops rising, that will mean the Reserve Bank can soon stop increasing the interest rates. Uh, yes, that's right. Once it's clear that inflation has peaked, the Reserve Bank can stop raising rates. Um, they will, uh, I'm sure, go up another uh, 0.25% next week, uh, but hopefully that, um, you know, then that'll be a, there'll be a pause to assess the flow-through effects of all the increases so far. Mm, that would make sense to me. I don't think the full effects of all the previous rate increases have been felt yet. The bigger mortgage payments take time to slow people's spending. Uh, Yes, I agree with that, Neil, yeah. Um, Financial markets don't like uncertainty. Um, Back in the early stages of the rate rise cycle, there was great uncertainty as to where it would all end. Now we can say there is much less uncertainty ahead. Uh, With rate rise fears nearly eliminated, businesses can better plan projects and make decisions to uh, move ahead. Mm, It's a puzzle, isn't it? We want the economy to do well and businesses to do well and provide jobs. We also want consumer spending to slow down so that the upwards price pressures fade away and then inflation falls. Uh, Yes, it's a conundrum, isn't it? Um, There are opposing forces. Uh, uh, On the economic and business front, things do look quite good. Uh, China's abandonment of its zero COVID policies will see its economy grow strongly, and that's boosting demand for Australia's raw materials. Also, China's now decided to resume buying our wine, barley, lobsters, copper, and you know all those things that they banned for the last couple of years. Um, Also, uh, BC, that is before COVID, educating foreign students was one of Australia's major export earners. Uh, but that all may 
almost completely stopped due to COVID. Uh, now this year, foreign university students are coming back in huge numbers, so it's very welcome. Yeah, I think companies will be reporting their sales and profits for the December half year soon too. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, yes, it certainly will. Yeah, February is reporting season. Um, company profits for the last financial year, that's reported back in August, they were mostly better than expected with some such as the mining companies doing extremely well. So now many share prices are reasonable relative to the profits that companies are making. Uh, miners and agricultural commodity producers should do well, which is good for our area. Uh, stock market listed property businesses, you know, Westfield, Stockland, Mervac, recorded severe losses last year but they should recover as rents jump in line with the CPI clauses in their tenants leases. Uh, Also interest rates at their peak should prevent any further losses in the bonds that we mentioned earlier on and of course they'll now be making higher interest payments. Now uh, in the interest of alarmist headlines I believe there's been some talk of possible recession ahead with claims that the RBA may push interest rates too high and cause a recession. Uh, Yes, that's true. There's been a few commentators saying that. Um, I think it's unlikely. Uh, The RBA is keenly focused on choosing just enough increases, but not too many. Um, Also, I think the US should avoid a recession, although Europe is a bit less certain. They've had more serious problems than we have. Uh, But from our point of view, any slowdown here, I don't think is likely to be very serious. Okay, thank you, Russell. Thanks very much, Neil. And Russell Tim is a representative of MoneyLink Financial Planning Proprietary Limited, an Australian financial services licence holder.